اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم آئی سیک ریفیوج وت اللہ فرام دا شیطان دا سٹون بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم وت دا نیم اف اللہ موس ریشس موس مرسفل السلام علیکم ورحمت اللہ وبرکاتہ Peace and blessings of Allah to all of you, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. The topic is what Al-Quran says about Aliha, translated as gods, and Allah, the God. Before I discuss the topic, I would like to Uh, give you the few meanings of the words that are used for gods and they are also referred as idols. The idols are that are uh, mentioned in the Quran uh, by the word tamathil or tamthil. It's an Arabic word tamthil or tamathil. What does it mean is images. Or you see like dramas, tamsil, dramas, or films, or anything related to allegories also. An allegory is something that you narrate a narration or a story which does not, is not real, but you deduce a concept that are known as allegories. They are not real stories. But you narrate a story and that you can understand by the whole sentences that this means this. Or idioms. They are known as tamasil or tamsil, idioms, allegories, which are usually used in a sentence in a language, but it doesn't really mean exact the essence of that sentence. But it's something like you understand something else. That is known as tamathil or tamsil. Then the word used is awsan, which is a literal translation is idol. Idol, or you can say idols. They are idols. How they become gods, that's a lecture, but I'm just giving you the meanings of those words. What is an idol that you uh, have an infatuation or uh, a person really admire somebody or something and it becomes an idol. A fantasy is not real or infatuation. A false notion of the real. You think it is real but it is not real. That is known as an idol in or vatan or the plural is awsan. Then there is another word used in the Arabic is sanam. This is known also translated as idol, but you can, trans, you can understand the difference between uh, vatan and sanam. Sanam is an idol which is beloved idol. Beloved idol means that you love that, that thing, thing or, or, or a being, human being or whatever. And that adoring is beyond love and that is adoring blindly without any reason or logic. These are the words that are used for idols. But what the brother said 
ilaha aliha gods how they become gods to a human being that is the lecture you have to understand <clears throat> first of all we must understand who we as human beings are like for example we have a body and in our psyche we have got emotions or feelings and intellect or wisdom towards in psyche we have got emotions or feelings and wisdom and intelligence intelligence uh, and wisdom and emotions and feelings they are i'm using two words either you can say wisdom and emotions or you can say intellect and feelings in psyche <clears throat> so what is the wisdom wisdom is something that you use your brain you use your logic and reasoning to understand a factual thing and once the you understand the fact of anything how do you govern yourself by that fact so a person who has got a wisdom he uses his logic and reasoning to to arrive the fact an intellect person will also do the same using his intelligence he will use his power of reasoning and logic to understand a thing and once he understands because he got the same same thing he may not uh, uh, practice the uh, the understanding what it comes to him if it's this is wrong he will understand it is wrong but still he will do it for example i give you an example like drinking is wrong universally accepted adultery and fornication is wrong universally accepted but a wise person by the research and science and intelligence uses logic and reasons and once he conclude that this is a fact and it should not be uh, i mean a person should not indulge in these activities so he's a wise person the intellect will also use his intelligence and power reasoning to understand it but he may not practice it meaning he will drink knowingly that is wrong so that's the difference between intellect and wisdom now the other aspect of the human personality is the emotions what are those emotions we must understand that first the emotions are like love is an emotion revenge <clears throat> jealousy hatred happiness unhappiness hurt when a person is hurt is an emotion he cries he laughs fear these are emotions in everybody so this a man is a combination of these emotions maybe further also i'm just giving you to understand that these emotions in connection with intellect or wisdom a human person lives his life by using his emotions by using not using but is given to us by allah this intellect the wisdom and the uh, the, the feelings and emotion we are a combination of both and how to use in the world how a personality life leads his life is based on this every human being <clears throat> then there is this uh, this this uh, ila 
is the Arabic word which means God, small g-o-d, God. Small g-o-d means God, Ilah. And in the Arabic, like for example, the Kitab in Arabic means a book. When, when, you, when you add Al-Kitab, Al to Kitab, it means the book. So if you add Al-Ilah, so it becomes, Alif is dropped and becomes Allah, the God. That means we are specifying that this is not ordinary a God, any God, but it is the, the God. And that is the translation in English language, Allah. Allah, Allah, the God. This also normally, the, there's a dispute between the grammarians. So I just would like to clarify that. <clears throat> now, on the following pages, what are the idols and how they become the idols of a human being is mentioned in the following page. I will read these uh, references and the words of Arabic and its translation. Then we'll, I will elaborate. Beware of the partners, idols, false gods associated with Allah. The first is Surah Nu 71, 23, love. That is Wadda, translated love for Wadda. Surah Najam 53, 19. would be if and buts. Just listen to these first, then I will explain later on. Manata, Surah Najam 53 and 20 verse, alas, longing. Surah Najam 53, 20 verse, al-uzza, honor, respect. Al-Furqan 25, Ayah 43, hawa, desire. Nuh 71 Surah 23 are Yagusa or seek aid. Nuh 71 23 are Yaruk delay. Nuh 71 23 are Nasra, Nasr, Vulture. Then Surah Nuh 71 23 are time or hour, time. Suwar, Suwar. Time or hour. As-Safad, 37th Surah, Ayah 125, Ba'la, Husband. At-Tawbah 9 and Ayah 31, Ahbar, Scholars. At-Tawbah 9, 31 verse, Rohban, Terrorist. Rohban, Terrorist. Shura 26, 29, Fir'aun, the Pharaoh, Al-Maida 5116, Jesus and Mary, Isa wa Maryam, Hamim 41, 37 Surah, Shams wa Qamar, Sun and the Moon. There are others as well, I just mentioned few of them, which human mankind, because of their emotions, once they are trapped by one of these emotions, I will explain how the intelligence works for them and they become idols of human beings. 
Now, the further page will give you the, the meanings and we will discuss these words, how these words uh, these, uh, uh, are related into human psyche. <clears throat> the first word I'll discuss, vadda, which means love or likeness. Uh, translation, uh, uh, meaning of this is a strong feeling of fondness of another person or combined or may be combined with sexual attraction. <clears throat> Not necessary but also love, there are types of love. Now this love is an emotion given by Allah to love your parents, to love your children, to love your wife and to love your brotherhood and love the believers have love among each other. That is given by Allah, that emotion to all of us, that we have this emotion. How it becomes a, an idol, that is to we have to understand. When this emotion, suppose a person, I'll just give you an example and I'll interlink all the guards so that you will understand. Any one person involved in love with anything, you, you imagine yourself, is in love to an extent that his intellect is work, working for that love. So this love, how it happens, you, start feel, fell, you fell in love with somebody or with your country, with your thing beyond the orders and the governing eyes of the Qur'an. So it, ex extend, it extends to a limit, it extends to a higher degree that you overpass the laws or the orders of Allah. So that is love. So it is, you are, you are involved in love or you fell in love. The second connection with that love would be manat, longing. I will not that go into that bad sequence which you have, but I'll just give you the word, the manat, the longing. A strong feeling or wish of wanting something. Once you're in love for any, anything you imagine, then a, a longing, a manat, tamanna, will, will originate in you. You will long for it. You can love yourself also, but you will long for it or you will have a strong feeling in, in you to attain that love. That is manat. Manat, tamanna. First is the love. Now you have identified I love, I, I, want, I love this person or I love myself or I love the country. Then the wish, a strong desire will be in you and that is referred as manat, tamanna to have, you will long for that love. It is related. And then the second I will say is hawa desire, a wish to want or hope strongly. The longing is that you are having that desire and what is Hawa is that you wish it happens. It is not an uh, inward desire but you are wishing that it happens that I get, I get my love. Hawa, the reason you want Uzza, respect honor. The meaning of this, the great, uh, the great respect and admiration with people have, a, have for a person, country, etc. often publicly expressed. So 
first the target is the love then you have got this longing and then you wish for it for that person whom you are in love and then you ultimately you gain honor and respect you think that if i will have that love i'll be honorable and i'll have respect so this is how they are interlinked all these are i am interlinking that i have identified the love and then longing start comes in you and then you have a desire you start wishing for that person or that person and you want honor and respect from that love so what you will do you go to nasr vulture a person who uses weaknesses helpless people for his own his or her own advantage and gain now the target is that personality the love effect what, what is you can be a country i'm telling you anything from human being to anything so you will use the weakness of that person to get him because the longing wishful thinking and you want honor respect from him you will use all the means to find out the weakness of the person to attain that to get him to get that person or to get that love and the further is yauk delay to cause to be late or taken action slowly then you will use delaying tactics how to manipulate or delay to attain that love to to attain that love or then you will use backbiting that that is nasr you will use suspicion you will have suspicion about that love and you will also use delaying tactics how i attain that love i love that person or whoever it is or who is a thing also so you will use delaying tactics now sometimes you are wishing you are longing and you're not getting the you're you're not achieving that goal of love so what you do you go to seek aid to people the yagos something that provides help or support which means the process easier and effective you go and seek aid from other people that how i should attain that love seek aid so who this strong love then you are wishing longing you start doing nasa vulture you start finding weakness of that person you delaying tactics you to get honor and respect now you go to somebody to to seek aid how i should get get this person or that love that you are seeking aid yahus and for that i will say that like for example you may go to a scholar ahbar scholars they are also become idol or you will go to some terrorist roban or you may go to a pharaoh who is a strong person in the world who dictate terms or you ask the idol jesus and mary idol mary to attain that love or you ask the sun or the moon because people believe in the sun and the moon wishful thinking 
so these are the relationship how you want to attain that love so you seek aid by the stars by the moon by other things so that i get my ultimate goal is the love and honor and respect but once you go to these seeking aid different aids yaghus you make this person as your yaghus or you seek aid from him or you seek aid from this or you seek aid from that and if you don't get it as uh, don't get it then you fall into lat would be means which wants or intended to be it uh, but is not if and buts now what happens once you seek aid and once you're not getting the results and as the time passed by you get involved in if and buts if i would have gone to the other person i would have got it or if i have not done this i may have got it then you use if and buts if i would have done that maybe i would have achieved that so then you are interlinked you got your psyche is is is, uh, is uh, involved in if and buts because you went to different scholars you seek aid from different people to attain that love you didn't got it so you are fixed up by if and buts if that thing would happen i would have done if i would have done this i would have gone to this person but i didn't go so you your mind is stuck up in that finally what happens suwa the time is passing by hours and hours days and days and months it is passing by your psyche is fixed is all involved in this so what happens you are fixed and the time passed by so that is suwa hour and time you are not getting the results you are fixed up with if and buts you are going to one seeking aid from one yaghus to another yaghus and the time is passing by you are finding false you are busy in all this your wishful thinking is going on the longing and the desire and the hour and the time pass by and you do not get the results and the whole time the whole day and morning the life is not these or if you are involved in this you cannot get the message of allah but if i say the same thing i apply that i love allah so for for all these things that are given to you then i would want i won't want respect from god but allah i'll be pleased i i use this was that my tamanna the mannat would be that i want i want to love god so the same will be all right if they are under the influence of the governing eyes of allah i will explain to you how again i love allah so then i the second i chose was manna the desire for me to long i will have this longing desire for the love of allah so i will wish also manat and manad is tamanna is longing desire then this is hawa then i'll desire that i hope that allah uh, give me the honor and respect i be good uh, razi or allah be pleased with me this is my desire also so then i what i will do uh, i will not this vulture i the vulture i will not 
the person who seek weak uh, helpless people or for his own uh, this vulture nature i will not do how i will do i will read the quranic ayats and understand the essence of the message of the governing ayats and if these ayats i come to know and i practice them so i educate people by the ayats so they will think that i am finding faults in them well i am not doing that i am trying to understand the essence and govern myself i have the same vulture nature but it it is different i educate the quranic eyes to mankind so that they understand their wrongs so i am not finding faults basically i am trying to educate the ayat itself is governing me and when i am explaining these eyes to people it appears to them that they are he's trying to find fault in us i will not backbite them but i will inform people how to do the good things so the same vulture becomes positive in the nearness of because allah has provided us then i will seek aid from whom from allah and his messengers what he is saying it so i will seek aid and if i did something wrong then i will go into lat manat lat sorry if and buts that I, i i if i would have not done this then i would get involved but what the result would be then i will not do it again if i do something wrong by the governing ayes that if and but i will use it argue it would be but in the future i will not do it the same technique i will use if and buts the same i will use for other people if person is arguing with me the message of god and he does he or she doesn't know the meaning or the essence of god i will use ayas and i will use logic and reasons to convince him by the using if and buts to him also as i did it to myself the same and then what is suwa then my time is will really regularized from fajr prayers to isha prayers i am using my whole 24 hours time in understanding the essence of the message implementing and governing myself so my time is not a god so every idol will not become mine but these are there how to go about it that we have to understand but if the goal is not allah anything else it becomes your idols the whole system i explained so this is <clears throat> now these idols are mentioned in the quran in which surah an ayah i refer to you i will read the ayahs so that you can understand these words are occurred in the quran in various surahs and ayahs i will read them and how ibrahim alayhi salam broke the idols we'll see that surah najm 53 surah 19 and 20 afaraitum allata wal uzza wa manata thalithat thalithat al ukhra so do you see lat would be if and buts and uzza the honor the respect do you see that wa manata thalith al ukhra and manat longing the third of the other al furqan 25 43 
أريت من اتخذ إلهه هوا أفأنت تكون عليه وكيلا Do you see who takes his own hawa desire as God then what would you be an advocate over him his own hawa or desire it has become a God he wants it he is involved in it so he it becomes a God so this is how I explain to you how these they, they themselves this hawa becomes a God if you are not putting Allah front or governing as the hawa desire becomes God then as safat 37 and 125 ayah do you call Baal husband and you can you can leave the best of the creators I explained to describe the husband you know husband uh, for women they are the caretakers of the wives the husband are the caretakers of the wives so now you have this uh, for women now it will be longing and wishing for ornaments dress nice house you know they get involved in that so they expect to husband they take husband as an idol so they expect husband to do for them so that is why how husband, the people women get uh, hold on to the husband so husband also the some women take them as their idol my husband will provide me this and my husband did this and I'm, I'm she, you know, she, this, this is how husband becomes an idol also. Not necessarily that everything, everything what husband says is right. If the husband governs himself by the ayahs and then he implements those ayahs because the woman has got this more intensity of love and Allah has given her more emotions than men. So this is how the, they, they get hold of the husband. They expect the husband to help them up in their desires and in their wishful thinking so that is why Allah says about the husband also so Allah and at the same time husband are the process by reprocreation by providing children through the mother of course my, my, uh, wife also so that is why so Allah say you leave the best of the creator the God Almighty instead you are catching getting hold of an husband if husband is wrong leave him no problem if husband is right and in the in the nearness of Allah you follow him you don't have you have to obey him sorry you don't have to uh, uh, take, take hold him as an idol that he's like like majazi khuda as a god husband is not god he's there to take care for you and you follow him you obey him so in surah nu 71 surah 22 and 23 ayat وَلَا تَذَرُنَّا وَدَّمْ وَلَا سُبَعُمْ وَلَا يَغُوثَ وَيَوْقَ وَنَصْرًا And they planned a great plan. And they said, Don't leave your gods. And don't leave vadda, love. And not suwa, time, hour. And yagus, seek aid. And yawk, delays. And nasr, vulture. So this is the ayah where the, these are mentioned. And they planned, mankind planned. And this is a great planning that men are involving mankind into these. Excluding the real God and involving in these, I explained the whole narration. So once you are get stuck up in these, that's a great planning by mankind to each other. Now we will see how Ibrahim al-Islam 
give the message to mankind because they had planned and everybody is involved how to differentiate and how to get out of those idols. Now, the problem is you must not forget that whatever I've explained is within a human, human himself. It's a human psyche. I explained these idols. They, how they become idols, I also explained, but how Ibrahim al-Islam uh, break these idols. Surah Al-An'am 6 and 74. And when Ibrahim said for his father Azar, do you take idols? Gods, surely I see you and your people in clear estrain. Now the word is Asnam, which means beloved idols. Plural. Sanam was singular idol and Aslam is plural beloved idols. Aliha is gods. What are those idols, beloved idols? Can anyone tell? All I have described. They are all related to this. They have become gods. And how I told you, I explained to you those names and how they are involved. So Ibrahim al-Islam is, is informing the, his father, Azar, they, do you take idols, gods, idol gods? Surely I see you and your people in clear restraint. So if you are involved in this, you are in clear restraint. You cannot attain message of God if you are involved in this. In these. You are stuck up in these. You are in clear restraint. And further he explained in Surah Safat, why people are involved and how As-Safat 37 and Ayah 95 He said, do you worship, serve what you have carved? Meaning that Ibrahim is informing mankind that you yourself have carved. It is not that, that you fell in love, you are infatuated, and now you are starting to make an imaginary behavior or thing of that, thing, of that personality that you are in love. What is not real? You have carved yourself. Like for example, I've got a personality. You may think I am like that in something maybe right. But the where I am not, I'm not like what you are imagining about me is carving in your mind. That is known as you have carved. You have made that, that personality as an idol. So this is what you have, you serve what you have carved. In your own mind you have got a creation. One is the reality and one is the fantasy or in fact, uh, not real fantasy. The same personality you make yourself, you carve. He's not like that, but you make him like that in your own mind. It is your own self-creation. You have carved. That is the reason uh, Ibrahim al-Islam is explaining. And further he says in Surah Al-Ankabut, 29th Surah and Ayah 25, وَقَالَ إِنَّمَا اتَّخَذْتُمْ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ أَوْثَانًا مَوَدَّةَ بَيْنِكُمْ 
فِي حیات دنیا ثم يوم القیامتی یکفر بعض کم بباد و یل عن بعض کم بادہ و مکم النار و مالکم من ناصرین اینڈ ہی سیڈ ابراہیم اسلام سیڈ شولی یو ہیو ٹیکن آئیڈلس ادر دین اللہ آؤٹ آف میوچل لو بٹوین یور سیلس ان دس لائف دین آن دا ڈے آف ججمنٹ یو شیل ریجیکٹ سم آف یو وتھ سم اینڈ کرس سم آف یو ٹو سم اینڈ یور بورڈ از دا فائر اینڈ فار یو دے ول بی نن نو ون فار دا فرام دا ہیلپرس ناؤ دا ریزن گیون بائی ابراہیم علیہ السلام آف میکنگ ایچ ادر ایز آئیڈلس از بیکاز آف میوچل لو لو ایچ ادر آف کورس یو کین لو ایچ ادر ان ٹرو سینس بٹ دے شوڈ ناٹ ایکسیڈ دی گورننگ آئرس آف اللہ دا ڈوز اینڈ دا ڈونٹس یو مسٹ ریفرین ٹو دیٹ یو شوڈ ناٹ ایکسیڈ ان دیٹ لو سو واٹ از ہیپننگ دیٹ یو آر لونگ ایچ ادر آئی لو یو یو لو می بیک سو دیٹ آئی گیٹ مائی ریسپیکٹ اینڈ آنر آئی اسکریچ یور بیک یو اسکریچ مائی بیک میننگ آئی پریز یو یو پریز می اینڈ ایچ ادر وی آر سینگ لائز ناٹ ٹروتھ ناٹ ٹروتھ So that is known as out of mutual love you have done this idol. You have made each other an idol by overlooking the force and blindly say loving and then you are uh, attached to each other by mutual love. I respect you, you respect me. I love you, you love me. I scratch, I praise you, you praise me. This is the reason. And all the others I've interlinked. Longing, he's also longing. He's also doing this. You are also doing this. All this, you know, in, you are get, you're involved. So Allah says, then on the day of judgment, you shall reject some of, some of you with some and curse of you to some and your bird is fire and for you there will be no one from the helpers. Why would you do this? Because on that day, the reality will come. that you are lying each other by praising each other falsely and just to gain the love of affection each other. If it's the truth, it's not wrong, but if it's lie, because normally why, how it becomes an idol? Awthanan, because of mutual love to each other. Surpassing the law of the governing ayahs. So Ibrahim al-Islam plans for the idol how to break the idols. So he says in Surah Al-Anbiya 21, Ayah 57, وَطَاللَّهِ لَأَكِيدَنَّا صُنَامَكُمْ بَعْدًا تُوَلُّوا مُدْبِرِينَ And by Allah, I will, ma- I will machinate to devise artfully to your idols after you turn your backs. So Ibrahim Islam says, I will devise artfully to your idols after you turn your backs. What is turning of your backs? Meaning is, when a person is sitting in, like, like for example, at the moment, everybody or people living uh, this lecture all over where brother mentioned, they are not emotionally worked up. They are not 
emotionally worked up. Their feelings are behind them and intellectually they're using your logic and reason to understand what's going on. So that is turning your backs to your idols. They are in your, in your everybody has got these you know, feelings and emotions in, in her or in him. So once he's loose, listening to the talk, so he is turned his backs towards the idols. That is turning the backs to the idols. Meaning that intellect is in front of them or the wisdom is in front of them by using the power of reasoning to understand what's, what you're listening. But once the emotions are in front of somebody, he's emotionally worked up and you explain to somebody he will not understand because he's in the power of that emotion at that time. He's worked up. So he's, when he's turned his back, meaning he's normalized, his emotions subside, and the intellect increases or the wisdom increases, then you educate what you want to. At the moment, like you people are sitting. So Ibrahim Sam said, I will turn your uh, plans or machinate for your idols artfully. And how he does it is mentioned in Surah Safat 37, 91 to 93. فَرَاغَ إِلَىٰ آلِهَتِهِمْ فَقَالَ أَلَىٰ تَاكُلُونَ مَا لَكُمْ لَا تَنْتِقُونَ فَرَاغَ عَلَيْهِمْ ذَرَبًا بِالْيَمِينَ So he dodged towards their gods, then said, Do you not eat? What is the matter with you? You do not speak logically? Then he dodged over them, striking with the right. This is the way he uh, did it. How? What are the idols of mankind? Come on. The emotions, the feelings. So it is a part of our own self. It is not something out. It is a part of our self. Emotions and wisdom. Feelings or intelligence. Remember this. So at the moment, intelligence are they have turned their backs toward their emotions and intellectually they are listening, people. So I you look at my fingers. So human being is like this. Suppose this is the intelligence and this is the, the behind is the emotions. Right? And if the emotions come forward, this is emotions come forward, intelligence goes back. You see? You understand this? So Ibrahim al-Sam says, I will, uh, I will, artfully, devise artfully, meaning when you turn your back towards your emotions. So that means intellect come forward. This is intellect and the emotions are behind. At this time I will do. Remember this, look at my fingers, very important. This is the intellect and this is the emotion. Now he says, Ibrahim said, he dodged towards their gods and, this, and then said, do you not eat? So he is dodging, meaning he is dodging, he is dodging towards the emotions. So he is referring to the emotions, dodge. So people in the audience and where the lecture is being heard is like he dodge. What is a dodge? That you think he is saying to the emotions, but actually he is talking to you. He dodged to the emotions and he said to you, do you not eat? This is an idol. Remember this. This is not talking to the emotions. He's, he's talking to the intellect or the wisdom of the mankind. But he referred to the, he dodged to the emotions. That means he's, as if he's talking about the emotions. All, all the time I was describing the emotions. 
So now I'm not talking about the emotions. So he dodged towards the emotions to the idols and said to him, do you not, to the person who is involved, do you not eat? What is the matter with you? Now, people are thinking he's talking about the idols. He's not talking about the idols, he's talking to you, the mankind, the intellect, the wisdom. Do you not eat? What is the matter with you? He's talking to you, the intellect and the wisdom of that person. He dodged. He, as if he's talking to about the emotions. No, now he comes towards him. He dodged towards the gods, the idols, and he said, do you not eat? Dodge means he's not actually talking about the emotions, he's now talking to the intellect, the wisdom. Do you not eat? What is the matter with you? Do you not speak logically? He's talking to this wisdom, the person who is logical and the power of reason, logic and reason he uses, the wisdom and intellect. So he's talking to the intellect of the human mankind. But he dodged as if he's talking about the emotions. And he's talking to the emotions, to the idols. So he dodged towards the idols and he speaks to the wisdom of the intellect of the man. Do you not eat? Do you not, can you not speak logically? Now people realize he's not talking to the idols, he's talking to us. You understand? So the people shifted towards the intellect. And the moment they shifted towards the intellect, he dodged over them. Now he comes, he dodged over them, means that he's not talking to them. And then he strikes with the right to the emotions. You must understand this. The once people realize he's talking about the emotions, the idols, not us, not the intellect, the wisdom. Because wisdom by intellect, you're understanding the thing. Intellect and wisdom is used to understand and comprehend. And the moment he, the people understood he's talking to us, so he dodged towards them and strike the emotions or strike the idols by the right, by right, by the governing eyes of Allah's ayahs. What is the truth? You understand this? Surah Anbiya 21 and 58 ayah, فَجَعَلَهُمْ جُذَاذًا إِلَّا كَبِيرَ اللَّهُمْ لَعَلَّهُمْ إِلَيْهِ يَرْجِعُونَ why he did it? So he says, so he made their gods, idols, chips, small pieces, except their great one, so that they turn toward him. That is the reason he did it. So the moment they understood that he's talking to us, to our intellect, the wisdom, their feelings are subsided, meaning they become chips, small pieces. They are, they are subsided, their feelings and emotions, their idol gods. So, but the, the one thing idol is remaining is the great idol. The great idol of all mankind is who? Allah, God. Now remember this, God or Allah is known to all mankind of the world. All mankind. But he is an idol. Because he doesn't communicate. He, he has self-carved the personality of God as Rama, as Krishna, as Buddha or as incarnation of mankind and things and the real God is also an idol until he communicates. So the reason he did it except their great idol so that they turn towards him meaning turning towards the real God so you understand what Allah says in the ayahs. Otherwise you have carved a concept of God. You seek aid with him in your imagination. 
you have fantasized that God in your mind, which is not real. He is not speaking to you. He is not talking to you. He is not responding to your problems. Until you read the ayahs of the Quran, he will answer in the ayahs. What's your problem? All mankind, even the so-called label Muslim have got the concept of God as an idol. Until you read the ayahs and, and when you comprehend the ayahs intellectually, you understand this is what Allah says. This is not I have carved in my mind about Allah. What you carved is your concept. Is not what Allah says. So this is what the purpose of Ibrahim al-Islam was that he made the idol ships accept their great idol one, idol God, so they may turn towards him, meaning they turn towards the Quranic ayahs, so they understand Allah's message. So the communication will start. Otherwise, you have the concept of God in your own mind. And believe me, the atheists, the agnostics, all the uh, people who say they don't believe the God, they are talking about their own carved God or what they hear from the world, the concept of God. Because people in the world, when they say, I don't accept God, I don't believe in God, ask him what God you are talking about. It is his own carvation, he makes this car a God and then he rejects. That's that God speaks to you. A creator almighty has created all the universe and the galaxy. Can he not speak to us? The most basic reason to understand, we are speaking to each other. We can understand Allah has given the language to speak and communicate. So Allah uses a language to communicate in the Quranic ayahs. He is communicating to us. But if you do not understand the essence and the message of Allah's ayahs, that means you have carved in the concept of God of your own and then you reject, I don't believe in God. Do you know what the Quran says? Do you know what Allah says? So people think that no, God doesn't speak. Idol God. So by your wishful thinking, you get the concept of God and you think God did this for me and God speaks to me in my ears and something good happens and something bad happens. You know, is God doing it in your own mind? So this is uh, the idol that great God will be of all mankind if he doesn't understand or communicate by the ayahs or his words of the Quran. Once you read and understand that is Allah communicating to mankind through the ayahs. If you do not know, so he is an idol God. So he broke the idols, Ibrahim Islam broke the idols for the purpose that they should turn towards him for communication. Now what happened in Surah Al-Anbiya 21 and 59, 60 and 61? قَالُوا مَنْ فَعَلَ هَذَا إِبْرَاهِيمٌ they said, Who has done with our gods? Surely he must be from the oppressors. They said, We have heard a young man mentioning about them for him. 
for him they say Ibrahim. They said, then bring him before the eyes of the people so they bear witness. When Ibrahim broke the idols of mankind, so they said, who has done this with our gods? Who has done this with our gods? Surely he must be from the oppressor. People's reaction, they said he must be from the oppressor who has break, who has break our gods. So to whom that occurred, they said, we have heard a young man mentioning about them. For him, they say, Ibrahim. He is called Ibrahim. So these people said, they said, bring this Ibrahim al-Islam before the eyes of mankind so that they bear witness that he has done it. Let's find out did he do it or he didn't do it. So we'll, make a, we'll bear witness, so he'll bear witness that he did it. So what happened in continuity? So they are asking this question to Ibrahim al-Islam. When all people were in front of Ibrahim al-Islam, Qalu, they said, Anta fa'alta hada bi ahliyatina ya Ibrahim? They said, are you the one who has done this with our gods? O Ibrahim, are you the one who has done this with our gods, O Ibrahim? Qala bal fa'alahu kabiruhum hada. He said, No, he has done it. This is their great one. So question or ask them if they are logical. So when he was brought in front of the people, so they asked Ibrahim al-Islam pointedly, Are you the one who has done this? Are you the one who has done this with our gods? So Ibrahim answers. He said, No, the great one has done it. The great one has done it. Ask them, question them if they, are, they can speak logically. In apparently, Ibrahim planned for the breaking of the idols. And once he breaks the idols, so when questioned to him, are you the one who did it? He said, no, it is the great one who did it. Ask them if they can speak logically. So how is this that he did it, but he's saying that, God, that Allah did it. Why would he say that? Because God's, Allah's messengers and the prophets, they speak on the behalf of Allah. So it was not his personal action doing to breaking of the idols. It was a direction by Allah to Ibrahim al-Islam. So he is breaking the idols but referring to Allah. Won't he? So it is not a lie. He says, yes, ask these people that the great one did it. The Allah did it. Because it is always Allah working through his messengers and prophets. So the prophets are the representations of Allah's message. So they cannot say, he cannot say that I, human being, did it as a human person. 
the messengers are always referring to Allah. Allah did it. So Ibrahim Islam said, ask these people because they cannot speak logically because they are not in communication with Allah first. They cannot respond to him. He says, ask them if they can speak logically because they have no communication with God, their idol God. So Ibrahim Islam, according to this ayat, did not lied. People are accusing that Ibrahim Islam lied in the Quran. No, he did it because he said it. Allah is doing through him. Always remember this. The messengers cannot take the credit as a human. They have to refer to the Allah Almighty and his breaking of the idol was also saying this, that he make them chips so that they turn towards him, towards Allah. So that is why he said that he did it. Ask them if they can speak logically. Now, what the story or the narration around the world is to be found in Gospel of Barnabas, in, a, in the same narration that I read to you, According to the Christian Bible, Barnabas is a disciple mentioned in the Bible in Acts 4 verse 36, Galatians 2 verse and 9, 1, 1 and 9. This word Barnabas is a person mentioned in the Bible. So I will just read it to identify that there are people who are listening to this narration that how Ibrahim Islam broke the idols. And that I read in 27 verse. Then said Philip, O master, how came it past that Abraham's father wished to burn his son? Jesus answered, One day Abraham, having come to the age of twelve years, his, his father said to him, Tomorrow is the festival of all the gods. Therefore, we shall, we shall go to great temple and bear, bear a present to my God, great Baal. And thou shalt choose for thyself also a God, for thou art of age to have a God. Abraham answered with guile, Willingly, O my father, and so bedtimes in the morning, they went before everyone else to the temple. Before people reaching the temple, Ibrahim and his father was in the temple. But Abraham bare beneath his tunic an axe. He hid the axe. Whereupon having entered into the temple, as the crowd increased, Abraham hid himself behind an idol in a dark part of temple. His father, when he departed, believed that Abraham had gone home before him, but he was hiding before, behind that, uh, that idol, an idol in the dark. Wherefore, he did not stay to seek him. So Abraham's father left and all people left. Abraham was left alone in the temple hiding behind the, behind the one of the idol. When everyone had departed from the temple, the priest closed the temple and went away. Then Abraham took the axe. Abraham took the axe and cut off the feet of all the idols except the great god Baal. At his feet, he placed the axe. Amid the ruins, with the state statues made, for through, for through being old and composed of pieces, fell in, uh, of pieces fell in pieces because they were made of clay. They all broke up. They fell into pieces. All these uh, physical idols, 
except the great Baal, he put the axe in there. Thereupon Abraham going forth from the temple was seen by a certain man, by certain men, who suspected him, him of having gone to thieve something from the temple. They thought they, that Abraham may have steve, steve, may be there for stealing. So they laid, so they laid hold on him, and having arrived at the temple, when they saw their gods so broken in the pieces, they cried out, "Come quickly, O men! Let us slay him who has slain our gods." They ran together. There are about ten thousand men with priests, and questioned Abraham of the reason why he destroyed their gods. So finally they all get together and are questioning Abraham in the Bible of Barnabas, Gospel according to Barnabas. Abraham answered, you are foolish. Shall then a man can slay a god? You people are foolish. Can a man can slay god? It is the great god Baal has slain them. So you know that axe is which he, he had, he had he, near the, his feet. You can see the axe near his feet. Certainly, certain is that desire uh, no fellows. Now, the concept of the physical idol breaking is mentioned in the Gospel of Barnabas that there was a temple and in the temple there were gods and he physically broke those idols and then he kept the axe there, the big, the, the other, not the big, the Baal god, they referred as a Baal, which in Arabic means husband, anyway. So, so this narration of physical breaking of the idols is mentioned in the Barnabas, not in the Quran. So in that context, I come back to Alambia 21 and Ayah 64. So they turned toward their souls, selves, and said, you are the oppressors, you, you are the oppressors. Because he, Ibrahim al-Islam and broke the idols except the great one. So he, Ibrahim al-Islam said to the people, ask them if they can speak logically. So people look into their souls. They return to their souls in themselves, in themselves. And said, you are, you are uh, the oppressors. So in other words, they, they, they look into themselves. The Ibrahim did not ask, ask, said, ask the big God. No, he said, ask these people. So they returned their, their souls and understood. Yes, you are the oppressors. Then they were turned upside down on their heads. Without doubt, you knew that these idols cannot be logical. Now people, you know, when they get defeated by an argument, they, they use the same argument back to the person. So they, basically their heads turn upside down, not physically, means they, their heads turn, side, turn upside down because of the logic and the reason Ibrahim Rasulam provided. So they, they are saying the correct thing now. You know, Ibrahim, that they cannot speak logically when they are emotionally worked up. So, so they understood, they look, when they look into the cells, they came to know, they said, they heads upside down, and then now they are pointing to Ibrahim. Said, Without doubt, you knew that that these idols cannot speak logically. When the emotionally person is worked up, he cannot speak logically. You know that. So, so then Ibrahim says, "Qala fata abuduna." 
Mindoni lai mala yan farukum shayam wala yadurukum. He said, Do you then worship, serve besides Allah that can neither be of any advantage to you nor do any harm to you? Uffil lakum walimata abuduna mindoni la afalata kilun. Word of contempt, dishonor for you. And for what you worship, serve beside Allah, then will you not use your intellect? The word is ta'akilun, intellect, reasoning, logic, reasoning, won't you use it? No doubt he didn't answer to Ibrahim al-Sab, did not respond to what they said that you knew already this. That once the person is emotionally worked up, he cannot speak logically because their idols were broke down. So, so he said, do you not, then do you serve, why do you serve, do you serve these besides Allah, then they can neither harm you nor profit you? Then word of contempt, uff will lakum, dishonor to you. For what you worship, serve besides Allah, then will you not use your akal, intellect? Why are you using your emotions now? <clears throat> Surah Najam 53 and Ayat 21, 22 and 23. Alakumu <laughs> unza in illa asma'un antum wa what for them masculine male and for him the feminine the female that is an unfair unjust division they are not except you have named them you and your fathers Allah has sent down with them no from the authority they follow nothing except conjecture and what the soul self desire. And without doubt, the guidance has come to them from the Lord. This argument is, is used by Allah or the messenger. What for them a masculine, uh, masculine and for him a feminine. This is an unfair, unjust division. First of all, I would like to explain to you, unsa in Arabic means feminine, female, and male is masculine. So now, biologically and physically and psychologically, there's a difference in, in, in psyche also, there's a masculine, feminine. Biologically, there is a masculine, feminine. You understand this? It's not referring to physical sex. It is referring to a masculinity, femininity traits. What is a masculine trait and what is a feminine trait? Trait, I'm using the word, remember, in psyche. When you are listening to me, I am a masculine. And when you are speaking to me, I am conceiving. So conception takes place within unsa. Okay? The masculine delivers. So now Allah says, what? For them a masculine and for him the feminine? Meaning you want to talk about God and he listen to you? Like for example, when Allah says in the ayahs, he's a male, not physical male, but a male, he's, he's, he's communicate, communicating to mankind. He's a masculine. In, in that psychological sense, not in the physical literal sense. You must understand the concept between unsa means who holds, who carries. So whenever a message is delivered, by a female physically or a male 
she is representing a psychological masculine gender if she's a woman similarly allah when he delivers the message is a masculine gender masculine means not again i'm talking about physical don't bring that physical thing in your mind it's the concept that a masculine male always speaks about muzakkir he is is the root letter zakara and then in muzakkir he uh, he speaks and the unsa is always conceiving whether a, a physical human being male or a, a, a physical human uh, being female so they allah is saying that for you that for them is masculine that he, they can talk about god they can say anything what what they want to say and you are making god a feminine that he should listen to you all this time because to them is an idol god because most of the people in the world are not reading the quranic ayas they are they have got the concept they have provide the concept of god themselves and they are becoming like a male masculine and for him they made allah as a feminine that he is listening to you what you people are saying about god through your emotions and your your logics all the various religions of the world when you talk about god without god say, saying in the quran you that means you are a masculine and giving making him a, a feminine that he cannot speak out and represent himself you do not have to give words and concepts about god when you don't know about god so that is allah says when for them a masculine male and for him the feminine the female that's the that's that is an unfair unjust justification uh, division further he said these are the names or the attributes you have named them and you and your fathers allah has not sent down with them from the authority they follow nothing except but conjecture conjecture what the soul self desire what the soul self desire and without doubt the guidance has come for them to, uh, has come to them from their lord again because they are describing god and giving names to god meaning attributes to god so they are becoming a male masculine and making a feminine god to so allah said these are the names that you and your fathers are as uh, has sent uh, has has named them meaning you have given these qualities and attributes to god so in the whole world i am telling you in the whole world all the religions of the world are giving concepts of god their own philosophy or own psychology through their emotions and intellect and the atheist is rejecting that and the agnostic is rejecting that because these concepts he can reject and argue that's your concept these are the names that you have given them you and your fathers which allah has sent down no authority and why you did it because you follow nothing but conjecture now what is the real allah the real allah the, the god so how allah has communicated to mankind via this book kalam the word of god how so explains in surah shura 42 and ayah 51 wa ma kana li bashin an yukallimullahu illa wahyan aw min wara'i hijabin aw yursila rasulan fayuhya bidni ma yasha innahu aliyun hakim and it is not for a human being that allah speaks to him 
except by inspiration or from behind a veil or he sends a messenger then he inspires with his permission whatever he wills surely is most high and most wise in this ayah allah explains how allah communicates to a human being ibrahim alislam did all this so that mankind should communicate to him so allah is telling in the ayahs how allah communicates to mankind like we mankind how we communicate to each other we communicate to each other through words i say something you say something right or you write a book about yourself you are trying to express yourself or if you are somewhere far behind i write you a letter and you write me a letter so that the letter contains the words and through the words i understand what you are trying to say similarly i write myself what i am trying to say and nowadays the computer or internet or telephone i am speaking on telephone or internet or by voice mail or anything so this is a communication between mankind this is how mankind communicate with each other so allah has communicated mankind through the words to human being but he says that this words is the quran the book of allah but in this book of allah he has written down in a manner that you must understand these three modes there are many modes in mankind how the mankind communicate i told you telephone by writing a letter by face to face talk or by internet nowadays this is the mankind communication what allah communicates through the to the mankind the three modes are mentioned one is inspiration illa wa ma kana li bashin an yukallimullahu illa wahyan and it is not for a human that allah communicate or speaks to a man except by inspiration number one number two is aw min wala hijab or behind a veil aw yursila rasulan fa yuhya bihi ma yasha or he sends a messenger and that messenger inspires with his permission what he wills these are the three modes by virtue allah communicates to mankind what are these three modes are written down in this book the 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 ayas are written down in a manner or the verses or the sentences of the book are written down in a, in these three modes and when you are reading that ayas the words of allah the book of allah they you have to understand what mode he is speaking to me all these three modes are recorded in the book of allah so what mode at this uh, in this ayah what is the mode in this ayah what is the mode these three modes are recorded in the book and through this mode mode allah communicates so what happened <clears throat> and further it says ashura 20 the same continuity wa kadhalika wahayna ilayka ruhan min amrina ma kunta tadrim al kitab wal al iman walakin ja'alnahu nuran nahdi bihi man nasha min ibadina wa innaka la tahdi ila siratin mustaqim and likewise from our order we have inspired the ruh the spirit towards you you do not have the perception what was the book and believe and we have made it the ruh the spirit a light we guide from our servants with it the ruh the spirit to whom we will and surely you guide towards the straight path 
So in this ayah also it is mentioned that these three modes, by these three modes, likewise, from our order, by the order of Allah, He says that we have inspired towards you, the Bashar, the human being, His spirit of the words. Because when you read anybody's words, there is a spirit in that words. You understand what this guy is telling me or I am trying to say. So by the words of Allah, the spirit comes to you, the essence of those words. So by, you, did, uh, sorry, you did not have the perception. What was, was the book? What was the book and belief? I opened this book. The words are there. When I read the book, I, the, when the spirit comes by the essence of Allah, I understand what is it. Then only I understand. Otherwise, this is, I'm just reading it. Like somebody writes a book, a letter to me some, from somewhere, I read that letter, I understand what this guy is trying to explain, uh, to, uh, say to me. I may interpret that, maybe he said something and I understood wrong. You know, it's always there a mistake of understandings between two people. Whenever there is an argument between two people because of the misunderstanding of understanding the words, in what context the person said and what, in what context the person perceived, this is how the misunderstanding mostly take place. The essence that the, the person may have sent a letter to you or written something to you or even speaking to you each other, you may misunderstand each other. Similarly, when you're reading the book of Allah, you may not understand the book until the essence is revealed to you. So Allah says, you did not have the perception what was the book until when Allah, we have inspired the root, the spirit towards you, you do not have the perception what was the book, what is the book and what is belief. We have made this spirit a light, we guide from whom we will to our servants. So when the spirit, the essence of the book comes, then you understand what Allah is trying to, Allah has said in the ayahs. Then you understand. This is how you understand the book of Allah or you understand any person's letter or whatever. But the question is, there is chance, there are many chances that you comprehend wrong of a human being. Between men to men or between husband and wife, between people. Between governments, between nations, people understand each other wrong because there's a language uh, you're trying to use a, uh, certain words which the other person has a different concept. So similarly, when you're reading Allah's book, until Allah inspires to you, you may not comprehend the book. So Allah says you do not have the comprehension of the book and the belief until He inspires the spirit. So this is the way. Now we, I, I will discuss what are those three modes. This whole book contains these three modes. I will give you an example. The first mode is inspiration, which means Allah inspires in first person in the Quran, in the book of Allah. And the example is, one example is Surah Al-Hijr 15 and Ayah 9. Inna nahnu nazalla dhikra wa inna lahu la'afizun. Surely we have revealed or is revealed the remembrance. Surely we are the preservers of it. Now in this ayah, Allah says, Surely we have revealed the remembrance and we are the preservers of it. Now if you look at the simple text, 
who is the speaker in a language when he says we why if if suppose if i say i say this that means i am representing myself Similarly, when Allah says we, it means that he includes all his attributes. Allah, I will, later on you will come to know, Allah is defined in the Quran by his attributes and qualities. And they are more than 100. So when Allah says we, is first person. That means he is speaking to mankind directly. We have revealed the remembrance and surely we are the preservers of it. In simple language, he is speaking to mankind. Do you get the picture? We have revealed this book, we have revealed this remembrance, and we are the protectors of it, preservers of it. So we is first person, and we mankind are listening it, and we know it's Allah speaking directly. So direct speech in the Quranic ayahs, first person speech in plural is basically Allah. We know that. This is somebody... Some one person is speaking directly to us. Okay. Now the second, second uh, this is inspiration. Illa wahyan. The first person is wahi. The second is behind a veil. So that second uh, aspect of the communication written down in the Quranic ayat is kul. That is behind a veil. And that is surah, well, one of the reference I am giving you, Surah Anam 6 and Ayah 19. Qul ayyu shayin akbaru shahada, qulillahu shayidun bayni wa baynakum wa uhiya ilayya hadha al-Quran liundirakum bi wa man balak innakum latashhaduna anna ma'allahi alihatan ukhra qul la ashad, qul innama huwa ilahum wahid wa innani bari'um mimma tushikun Say what thing is greatest evidence? Say Allah is a witness between me and you and this Quran is inspired to me to warn you, all of you with it, and to whom it is delivered. Do you surely bear witness that with Allah there are other gods? Say, I do not bear witness. Say, surely he is one God, and surely I am exempted from what you associate. Now the second mode of communication written down in the book of Allah is, Qul, you say Say what is the most greatest thing in evidence. I can say what is the most thing great in evidence. I can say that. But when I use the word Qul, who is asking me to say? That is he is speaking behind a veil. He is saying you say. And then through Muhammad Rasulullah and then through all mankind toward now mankind to all mankind all times. Say, you say, what is the most greatest thing evident? Say, Allah is my witness between me and you, and the Quran is revealed to me. So, you must understand the ayahs that starts with Qul, behind that veil of Qul, Allah is asking you to say. The third was, rasulan The third mode is, or He sends a messenger. And the messenger reveals what he wills. He sends a messenger. So, for example, I will read an ayah, where you will understand. <clears throat> Surah As-Saf 61 and ayah 5. Wait, qala Musa li qawmihi 
یا قومی لما تؤذون نی وقت تعلمون انی رسول اللہ علیکم فلما زاغو وزاغ اللہ قلوبہم واللہ لا یحدل قوم الفاسقین and when Musa said to his people oh my people why do you hurt me and without doubt you know that I am the messenger of Allah to you so when they deviated Allah deviated their hearts and Allah does not guide to the people who are fasiqoon liberals now in this ayah you says وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى and Musa said to his people so when when Musa said to his people he said يَا قَوْمِ لِمَا تُؤْذُونَنِي وَقَدْ تَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّ رَسُولَ إِلَيْكُمْ Who said وَقَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ Who said this? Allah And when Musa said يَا قَوْمِ لِمَا تُؤْذُونَنِي Why do you hurt me? So now this is Musa Islam speaking, right? But it is not his person, it is not his own words It is Allah said and Musa Islam is saying it. So Allah sends a messenger. So Musa Islam is speaking to the people. His spirit, essence. So Musa Islam said, why do you hurt me? Surely without doubt you know that I am the messenger of Allah to you. So now when you read in ayah, you understand this is Musa Islam speaking. Speaking, but it is Allah's words. But Musa Islam is saying it. So this is how the book is. You must understand how the book is written down by Allah. So you must understand this is Musa Islam saying to the mankind. So any messenger, a messenger means any messenger. Similar Ibrahim Islam, Nuhal Islam, Isa Islam, Dawud Islam, Suleiman Islam. Whenever he addresses to people, that is the messenger speaking to us, to mankind. Similarly, I give you one more example of Isa Islam. He says, Surah Saf 61 and Ayah 6. وَإِذْ قَالَ عِيسَى بْنُ مَرْيَمْ يَا بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ إِنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِلَيْكُمْ مُصَدِّقًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيَّ مِنَ التَّوْرَةِ وَمُبَشِّرًا بِالرَّسُولِ يَعْتِ مِنْ بَعْدِ اسْمُ أَحْمَدِ فَلَمَّا جَعْمْ بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ قَالُوا هَذَا سِحْرُ مُبِينٍ When Isa said, Confirming what is between my two hands from the Torah, the law, and giving you good news with a messenger who will come after me, whose name will be Ahmad, most praiseworthy. So when he came to them with clarification, they said, this is a clear magic. So, وَيْتْ قَالَ عِيسَ بْنُ مَرْيَمْ Who says, وَيْتْ قَالَ عِيسَ بْنُ Who said that when Isa ibn Maryam said, this is Allah saying it. And then further who says, يَا بَنِي إِسْرَائِ إِنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِلَيْكُمْ مُصَدِّقَ لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيَّ مِنَ التَّوْرَاتِ Now Isa Islam is saying, O children of Israel, I am a messenger to you, confirming what is between my two hands from the Torah. So this is how Isa Islam is speaking. So Isa Islam is coming as a messenger, Musa Islam is coming as a messenger, inspiring Whatever Allah wills to mankind. And the further Allah says, وَكَذَلِكَ وَحَيْنَا إِلَيْكَ رُوحًا مِّنْ أَمْنِنَا And likewise we send a spirit. And how the spirit in all the messengers is the same. The spirit also speaks and you will see how. Surah Nisa 4 and Ayah 59. يَا أَيُّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَطِيُوا اللَّهُ وَطِيُوا الرَّسُولُ وَالْأُولِ الْأَمْرِ مِنْكُمْ فَإِنْ تَنَازَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْنْ 
فردوا الى الله والرسول ان كنتم تؤمنون بالله واليوم الاخر ذلك خير واحسن تاويلا او يو بيليف اوبي الله اند هيز ميسنجر اند اوبي ذا وان هو جيفز ذا اوردر فروم يو سو اف يو هاف ديسبيوت ان اني ثينج سو ريتيرن تو الله اند ذا ميسنجر اف يو بيليف ويز الله اند ذا لاست دي ذات هيز بيتر اند ذا موست بيوتيفول انتربريتيشن يو مي هاف هيرد ذس ايه نمبر اوف تايمز رايت يا ايها الذين امنوا اطيعوا الله واتقوا الرسول Ladies and gentlemen, who is speaking? Ya yuladin amanu, address to the believers. Atiullah, obey Allah. Watiu Rasul, obey the messengers. Allah is there. Some, somebody is talking that you obey Allah, and you obey the messenger. Who is talking? The essence, the ruh. He is also a messenger. So you must understand in the Quran. I mean, people are using this ayat number of times, but they don't understand who is talking to whom. The essence of the ayat is addressing to you, the believers. You obey Allah. Allah doesn't say, Allah doesn't say in this ayat, obey me, O believers, or obey the messenger. Allah is not saying this. It is the essence. The spirit is talking to you, O you who believe. Obey Allah. Obey the messenger. The essence that is coming from the ayat. The spirit. فَإِن تَنَازَعْتُمْ فَرَدُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِ and sorry وَأُولِي الْأَمْرِ مِنْكُمْ and whoever is in the authority or in charge you have to obey him the essence of the message of Allah's ayat the spirit is speaking to you that you have to obey Allah you have to obey the messenger and you have to obey the 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 one who is gives the order to you you have to obey all of them but if the the dispute arises between the the one who gives the order then return back to allah and his messenger that is the quranic ayats people quoting and don't understand who is talking the the quoting and don't even know who is talking what so this is the the the, the messenger rasul and that is jibril now the question is before i explain in the quran the attributes and the qualities what god is and what allah is uh, i would like just give you just you can note down the reference if you want to there are descriptions in the bible about god or the attributes of god so i will just uh, give you the reference of the bible i'm not that they are not whole verses just just giving the points to you that how god is described in the bible for example judges 1 and verse 19 he is a weak god he is a weak weak means you know weak hebrew 12:29 he blows fire and he smokes You can read. I am giving you Hebrew 12, verse 29. He smokes and he blows fire like a dragon. You know, you see in the films they show. They throw the. You know, have you seen it? Like dragon in films they show. So here it is mentioned Hebrew 12:29. He blows fire, and he he smokes. Genesis 6 and verse 6. He repents also. He cries also. He repents and cries. Mark three one five all three verse five also repent and cry Isaiah sixty three ten repent cry crying God. Then Genesis nineteen verse three he eats, he's hungry also, so he eats and goes to the toilet also as, huh? And maybe pass the urine also, he drinks also he drinks he eats. Genesis eighteen verse eighty three he walks. 
in the garden. And there you can confirm. Isaiah 2, 21, he shows his backside. His parts. He's got a physical, he shows his back and he shows his parts also. Psalms 91, 1 to 4, Exodus, he shows his parts. Anyway. So, so Exodus 33, 22, 23, Psalms 91, 1 to 4, Isaiah 2, 21. He shows his parts. These are th three references speaking about the same thing. Now in Psalms 104.3 and Numbers 31.35 to 40, he rides on a chirup and flies. You know what is a chirup? Chirup is a, like a, you know, you have seen angels, you know, in, in photographs, the men angels, there are female angels with wings. Wings, you see, what is an angel in the, in the, in the fantasy world? That they make a man-like person or they make a female-like person and then they, the, the wings. And Chirip is a baby angel. Okay? So he sits, God sits on this angel and he, you know, flies. Chirip. Okay? Baby angel. Numbers 31, 35, 40 says, he shares a virgin with soldiers. You know, when soldiers get hold of these girls, booty, women, so he says, where is my share? I want to enjoy also. Astaghfirullah. Genesis 1 to 1, 9, 9 to 13, he also tired and rest. That is the seventh day he rest. He made the uh, world universe in six days and the seventh day he rested. So he also tired. You know, he tired, gets tired. You know, he's a God. You, know, you must understand all this. He's, he's attributes of God, you know. He tired and rest. Hebrew 12, 29, he roars like lions roars. You know, lion roars. The category, the the uh, description when you say roars, what do you understand in the picture? Who roars? The dog barks. So lion is the king of the jungle. So the, they are trying to say he roars like a lion. So he's like a lion also. <laughs> Genesis 17, 13 and 19, he forgets. His memory is also weak. He needs some medicines. So these are the attributes of God in the Christendom. And that is why the atheists and the agnostics are denying the fact that that cannot be our God. So he says, Laila, I don't believe in God. Because you are giving the picture of God Almighty as a human being. As a man. So this is why the people are rejecting the atheists. But we have to know what the Quran says. Can he reject that? This is what I was trying to tell you. Now, coming, why Ibrahim Islam broke these all idols? So that they communicate to Allah. And this is how now we will listen to the ayahs that are related to the... Our topic was about Quran, about gods. We have discussed gods. Now we come to the real God Almighty and how Allah explains himself in the ayahs. And that is Surah Araf 7. Now you come to the booklet. Surah Araf 7 and Ayah 180. <laughs> وَذَرُوا الَّذِينَ يُلْحِدُونَ فِي أَسْمَائِهِ سَيُجْزَوْنَ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ And for Allah are the beautiful names. So call him with them. And leave those who use profanity, dishonor, disrespect in his names. Soon they will be given penalty for what they are doing. First of all, may I ask ladies and gentlemen, who is the speaker? The three modes. Who is saying this? 
they ascend the, for Allah, they are beautiful names. So call him Allah with them and leave those who are used profanity, dishonor, disrespectful name in his names. Soon they will be given penalty what they are doing. Who is the speaker in this ayat? Allah himself or the messenger spirit. Any messenger, any messenger, a spirit, a messenger also and any messenger. Read an ayah and you verify people are using profanity in his name, disrespect or dishonoring his name. What are his names? I will come further. But there must be some, what are the names are means attributes and qualities like he sleeps, he walks, you know, he roars. That's the attribute of the Bible of biblical God. You understand? He tests and writes the attribute of, of biblical God. Now in this ayah Allah said there are people who is using profanity or disrespecting or dishonoring the attributes or the names of Allah, the all God, all God Almighty. So further in Surah Al-Hashr 59, who is Allah? Again, an ayah, who Allahu ladhi la ilaha illahu, alimul ghaybi wa shahada, huwa rahmanu rahim. هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الملك القدوس السلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر سبحان الله عما يشكون He is Allah there is no God except Him who knows both the absent and the evident He is most gracious most merciful He is Allah there is no God except Him the King the Holy One the peace, the belief, the guard, the powerful, the forceful, the great and glory to Allah about what they associate. Now in this ayah, who is the speaker? Who is saying about Allah? The messenger, Spirit Rulamin Rulqudus, the messenger is speaking about the qualities of their attributes. Now you see, he says, he is Allah. Who is Allah? He is Allah. There is no God except Him who knows both the absent and the evident. This is one quality is that He knows absent and the evidence. He knows that. He's all knowing basically. That's the attribute of Allah. He's most gracious, most merciful. He's Allah. Can anybody be most gracious than man? Of course, human, human beings also most gracious can be most merciful, but not eternal. Okay? So the, the most gracious means the gracious. He is the only gracious. We can be a little bit and time being. So the attributes in the college of Allah are eternal, absolute. He is Allah. There is no God except Him. He is the King. Yes, there are people King, but He is the King of all the whole universe and the galaxies. The Holy One. Nobody can be holier than God. The peace, he himself is the provider of provider of peace. The believer, belief, his beliefs. The God, the powerful, the forceful, the great and glory to Allah about what he, they associate for him in, the, in his names. So now you understand the difference? Now these are the qualities of the names and attributes of Allah everlasting. They are not once upon a time like man says, I came, I am also great, but what? That somebody else greater than me slaps me and says, you are not great man. So there was always a bigger person in the world, human beings. So we are talking about God, he is all time eternal. So now further in the Surah Al-Hashr 59 and 24. Huwa Allahul Khaliq, 
البالي والمصور لولا اسماء الحسنى يسبح له ما في السماوات والارض وهو العزيز الحكيم هي از الله ذا كرييتر ذا ايفولفر ذا فورمر اور ذا شيپر فور هيم ار ذا بيوتيفل نيمز جلوري تو هيم وات ايفر از ان ذا سكايز اند ذا ايرث هي از ذا مايتي ذا وايز هو كان بي ذا كرييتر اوف ذا يونيفرس اند ذا جالاكسيز اند ايفريثينج الله هو از ذا ايفولفر الله who is the former or the shaper of the minus particle more letter uh, lesser than an atom or greater than the whole universe he is the former the shaper for him are the beautiful names these are the names i am attributes that i am telling you for him are the beautiful attributes or names glories for him whatever is the skies and the earth he is the mighty mightiest the greatest the wise the full of wisdom so these are the descriptive quality of allah in the quranic ayahs then in surah al-baqarah 2255 allahu la ilaha illa hu al-hayyul qayyum la ta'khudhuhu sinatun wa la nawm lahu ma fis samawati wa ma fil ard man dhalladhi yashfa'u 'indahu illa bi'idhnihi ya'lamu ma bayna aydihim wa ma khalfahum wa la yuhiquna bishay'in min 'ilmihi illa bima sha'a وَسِيَ كُرْسِيُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَلَا يَؤُودُهُ حِفْظُهُمَا وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمُ الله there is no god except him the living the ever established the eternal no slumber drowsiness can seize him nor sleep whatever in the skies and in the earth is for him who is there that can intercede in his presence except with his permission he knows what is in front of them or behind and behind them nor shall they encompass of his knowledge except what with what he wills his throne extends over the skies and the earth he feels no fatigue in guarding and preserving both of them and his high the supreme now if you look one by one ever living who can be ever living can human beings planets earth what ever living ever established no slumber drowsiness um you know slumber means um you know like drowsiness um drowsiness can seize him nor sleep he doesn't sleep what does it identify every animal plants human beings they all sleep except allah He, that means there's a distinction between a, this is how you identify Allah. His attributes are something which is not human. I read the Bible; you were all laughing because that's human. Now he says, "No slumber, drowsiness can seize him, nor sleep. Whatever is in the skies and in the earth is for him. He is the owner of all everything. That is Allah. And by the way, who's speaking?" who's who's narrating all this the messengers the spirit whatever is in the skies and the earth is for him who is there that can intercede in his presence except with his permission no one can intercede uh, intercede means uh, in his presence here these people can intercede for other people you know but not with allah no one can intercede in his presence with his permission without his permission you can't even intercede 
He knows what is in front of them, mankind, and what is behind them. What is what is behind them? Nor should they, nor should they cannot encompass of his knowledge that has provided in the Quranic ayahs. His knowledge is beyond comprehension. His knowledge, except what he wills. If he wills that you should know, then you understand. Otherwise, you don't understand. Many numbers of people are reading the Quran, but he doesn't will it to you should understand. You cannot understand. You cannot understand the knowledge of Allah until he wills it and he gives the permission so you understand. Very important. No one can understand. He says, nor shall they can compass of his knowledge except with what he wills. His throne extends over the skies and the earth. You know, you cannot imagine a throne that can extend beyond the skies and the earth. You, we only know one sky. And that is too far off. We have not reached that sky. You imagine that his throne extends beyond the skies and the earth. So, and he feels no fatigue, no tired or no rest. He feels no fatigue in guarding them. And preserving both of them. Not only guarding, preserving also. The whole galaxy, you know, there are, nowadays scientists are trying to understand, they are saying there are more galaxies and more universe and more beyond. Still we have reached nothing. So he is preserving, guarding and no fatigue. That is the description or the attributes or the qualities of Allah of the Quran. And I challenge the whole mankind who believe not in the Allah, like an atheist and agnostic, ask him, can you, can you define more beautiful than what Allah has defined about Allah himself? The creator can write this, all this. You cannot write like this. The creator himself. Now the point, point is, the ayat that I am going to read to you now, you, you listen to this and then you will understand the mode. First of all, we identify the mode and how it changes. Surah Al-Hajj 22 and Ayah 5 Ya nasu in fi min al-ba'thi fa inna khalaknakum min turabin thumma min nutfatin thumma min alakatin thumma min mudghatin mukhallaqatin wa ghayri mukhallaqatin linubayyina lakum wa nuqirru fil arham ma nashaw ila ajalin musamma thumma nukhrijukum tifla thumma litablughu ashuddakum وَمِنْكُمْ مَنْ يُتَوَفَّى وَمِنْكُمْ مَنْ يُرَدُّ إِلَىٰ أَرْضِ الْعُمُرِ لِكَيْ لَا يَعْلَمَ مِنْ بَعْدِ عِلْمٍ شَيَّا وَتَرَضَ الْأَرْضَ حَامِدَةِ فَإِذَا أَنزَلْنَا عَلِهِ الْمَا تَزَّتْ وَرَبَتْ وَأَنْبَتَتْ مِنْ كُلِّ زَوْجٍ بَهِيجٍ O mankind, if you are in doubt about resurrection, surely we have created you from dust, then from sperm, then from leech, then from created chewed form, chewed form, and other than a created chewed form, so that we clarify for you, and we cause whom we will rest in the wombs for a stated term, then we bring you out as infant child, then you reach your age of full strength, and some of you are, some of you complete, some of you are complete, that is your soul, and some are sent back to the weakest, weakest, lowest age. So they don't, they know nothing after having known. 
and you see the earth extinguished, died out. So when we send down rain on it, it's stirred, moved, and it swells, increased, and grows from every delightful pair. Now, in this ayah, who is the speaker in first person? Now, you must understand, the three ayahs I read was the messenger, the spirit was speaking about Allah. Now, if you quote, I would like to tell you one thing more. You read any religious book of the world, meaning Bible, Bhagavad Gita, Avesta, any religion of the book of the world. You will never find first person speech any book of the world. Remember this. It is always in third person or second person. Somebody like I am describing about God and making errors and blunders. This is the only, the Quran is the only book where most of the ayahs, not all of the ayahs, most of the ayahs are in first person speech. He himself said, I have done this. He himself says that I have done this. Now, for example, any atheist or any agnostic or any person who has got doubt about Allah. So my, my simple answer to them is, I will try to demonstrate something and you will understand what I am trying to say. How to identify the words of God and identify the words of man. Because man cannot comprehend easily the words of God. They think it's almost like the same. Some people reading the Quran, they are not getting the message. Because the essence is not revealed. So I am just trying to give you a demonstration. At any given time, at any given time, in the past, in the today, in the present, and then the future, any given time, can anybody in the whole world, at any given time, at, and anybody can say that I gave you birth. He can say this. But people can accept that man, any man can say and write it down and people will believe that he, he, can, he can give birth to all mankind. You understand this? You understand what I am saying? If I am not the creator of anything, if I start writing a book like God, the difference, how will you identify it is God speaking or a man speaking? How will you identify the words of Allah? Uh, human beings are speaking. So in this ayah, you, you listen to this very carefully, that it is the first person's speech that distinguished or differentiate between, between all the books, religious books of the world, religious books of the world, including the Bible and the Quran. That is how you identify the words of Allah. Ya nas, O mankind. I can say, everybody can say, O mankind. Okay, no problem. The essence now, In kuntum fi raibim min al if you are in doubt about the resurrection, that if you are in doubt that you will come back to life again, resurrection, then consider it means, Surely we have created you from dust. Now who can any man at any given time, or the groups of three people in the world, the scientists, the most superior scientists put together can say that we have created you mankind. They cannot say no. So this is the proof. The Quranic ayahs are the proof that it is the coming from Allah. 
the atheist, ask the atheist, who is saying it? Or can a human being can write like this? This is the proof, simple way how to prove that God, this is Allah exists. The evidence is the book of Quran. You cannot prove God except the Quran. Believe me, if there was no Quran, maybe nobody could have believed in God. But the Quran is there in the all languages of the world. But people do not read it and think and ponder, can I write like this? Can it will be accepted that I wrote it? Can it be accepted at any given time that, that this will be, and believe me, without any mistakes and without any contradiction, and a knowledge beyond human comprehension, beyond the knowledge that is in the book, how can you say there is not the book of God? This is how he says, surely we created you out of dust. And no man can deny this. Then he further explained, we, then, from, then we created you from dust and then from a sperm and then from a leech, then from a created chewed form and other than the created chewed form. So we, we clarify for you. So we cause whom we will to rest in the wombs. Who can say that? I'm asking who? I, I can say this. In history, Muhammad as a man can, I mean, can be accepted his word that the people are putting a false charge that Muhammad wrote the book. It was his philosophy. It can never be a philosophy of a man at any given time. Nobody can say these words. I mean, say means the essence of it. The es- I mean, I, I can say this, but the, it will not be accepted as my word at all. You cannot write a book like God. Because you cannot, you, you don't have a knowledge. You were born, you don't know, you, you take knowledge from other books. So this is what he said, we cause whom we will to rest in the wombs for a stated term. Then we bring you out of the, as infants. Then you reach your age of full strength. Now uh, this is he himself is describing my own creation from what I started. Out of dust, then out of sperm, then chewed form, then non-chewed form. Then he clarifies, he calls whom we will rest in the wombs. And I I can see this is happening with me, I can verify. But the question is, he's saying himself, I've done it. And he himself is saying it. You see the, the logic is that people can come to an understanding that everybody should be, nobody can create this. This is also created by something. Any smallest thing that we see in the world, that is the, the creator is there. So people come to a logical argument, there must be a creator. Okay. Can't he speak to us? When he's speaking to you, you don't, you don't understand? When he's saying you distinctly, clearly, we have done this for you. We have made you like this. You can't understand the essence. You can't listen. You deaf and dumb and people are deaf and dumb. Can't you make the difference that man is not, man cannot speak like that? It is God Almighty Himself is saying. You can't make a difference. You, you, you use the logic, come to a conclusion that yes, there must be a creator and how the, then you make an idol God and I speak to that idol God. He Himself is saying that he, we bring you out as infant child then you reach an age of full strength and um, some of you complete you, your souls and some you send back to the weakest, lowest age. So what they know, nothing after no, no, knowing it. And an old feeble age, you forget everything, you know. Have you seen an old, very old man? He even forgets after five minutes what did he said. 
So he says, you can verify. So he is saying, I am doing it. So that they know, th- know nothing after having known. So you see the earth extinguished, dried out. So, so when we send down rain on it, it's stirred, it moves, it swells, increases and grows from a very, very, every beautiful, delightful pair. Who is speaking? You put this ayat, the first person's speech to any atheist, any agnostic and ask him, define who is the speaker. Can you write like this? Can anybody at any given time can say all these words and will be accepted? He, look, the Bible is a copycat of the Quran. Believe me, it's got not mistakes. 5,000 errors in the Bible. If you try to imitate God or imitate God's writing, you made blunders, not mistakes, blunders in the Bible. I can say like that. People have tried it. No one succeeds. Because they are human beings. They cannot comprehend the knowledge of an uncreated being, a creator. We are all created beings. We came like from babes. And we learned from other people when we were child. Learn from other people, read other people's knowledge and books. Then you show your ego that you know something. And after when you are grown old, you know nothing. Who did this all to you? Is this that creator God Almighty speaking by himself? He said, we did it. And now you can't hear these words that God, God is saying it. Then he says in Surah Ambiya 21, 30 ayat. Do the rejectors see that the skies and the earth were joined together? So we split both of them asunder and we made every living thing from water. Will, will they not then believe? Who is the speaker again? Inspiration, first person speech. Can any, and, and then believe me, this is addressing to the rejectors. Those who are rejected, this ayat is rejecting to the rejectors of God, the atheists, the agnostics, who don't believe in God. He said, do the rejectors don't see that the skies and the earth were joined together. Then we made the split. Who did it? You can do it. You say Big Bang Theory. You say it happened by itself. Nonsense. Everybody knows. Every scientist knows. It, nothing can happen by itself. So now when he said we made the split, you can't understand this simple we. There's somebody saying it. I'm doing it. You don't give the credit to it. You found out with so many scientists, researchers gone through in the whole world. The physics, the physicians, the mathematicians, the, the chemistry, all these all the sciences put together, you are arriving to a conclusion with astrology, astronomy, I don't know the names also, there's so many sciences of the world, you come to a conclusion that this happened a big bang. It happened by itself. Who did it? Simple word. Believe me, this little words, a portion of words answers. Not the whole book, Quran, just a little portion. What? Kanata Ratkan Fabatakna Huma. It says we split both of them, the skies and the earth. This we did it. This how did it happen? We did it. We made the skies and the earth. We did it. Can you say all this? Can any man say all this? So he said, We did it. 
So you can't say we did. They said we said he further said we made every living thing from water. We did it. Can you deny? Come on, do the research, find out the research. You will find every every plants, human beings, animals, everything. Everyone has got water. So he says in Surah Bakra 2 and Ayah 23, "Wa in kuntum fi raibi mimma nazzalna labdina, fatu bi suratin mimisli, wadu'u shuwadakum min duni la in kuntum sadiqin." And if you are in doubt as to what we have revealed to our servant, then you produce a surah like there and two. You do it. Fa'ilam ta'falu, walam ta'falu. Fatukun narlati wa kudwa nasuwa hijara oridat lil kafirin. And you and you will never ever be able to do it. To write like God Almighty, to speak like God Almighty. Then fear the fire, which the fuel is for the stones, and mankind will be put into the fire because you are trying to imitate God. You are a created being coming from mother's wombs. You compare yourself from God to God, uncreator. He has created the whole galaxies, universe, and you, and the sperm, and you, and everything, and the skies, and you compare yourself to God Almighty. How can you speak like? So that is why if you got a doubt, then produce, and nobody has able to produce till today. So in Surah Anam six, I come to this six one zero three one zero four. La tudrikul absar, wawa wahuwa yudrikul absar, wahuwa latiful khabir. Tajjakum basairum min Rabbikum, faman absara fali nafsi, waman amia faaleha, wama ana alaykum bi hafiz. No sight can comprehend him. And he comprehends the whole the sights, and he is fine and well acquainted. Now has come to you from your Lord the insights. If anyone sees, so it is for his own soul. And if anyone is blind, so it is over his own self or soul. And I am not the preserver over you. First of all, no sight can comprehend him. And he comprehends comprehends the sights. He is fine. They quoted. Who is the speaker? Messenger, spirit, and messenger. Remember, messenger, spirit, messenger, 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 spirit or messenger. It can be any messenger. But here is the messenger spirit. So he is describing Allah that he can comprehend. No sight can comprehend his knowledge and everything. You can't do this. But he comprehends and he comprehends his, the sights. Everybody sights. He knows what's in front of us, what behind everything, and he's fine and and well acquainted. Now, further, he says, the speaker says, now has come to you from your Lord the insights. If anyone sees for his own soul, and if he's blind, it is over his own soul. I am not the preserver over you. Who is the speaker and who is this I? Messenger. Now the question is, <laughs> you see the beautiful, you know, your people are hearing this ayas, hearing it, understanding it. This is the insight. This is not physical sight. Like look, I'm looking at you, looking at me. When you read, I'm reading the ayas. The essence of that is the sight, basarat. So Allah says, there has come to you from your Lord the insight. If anyone sees what that basal insight that has come to you, the essence of the Allah's message that Allah, what is Allah is, if you have understood it, so it is better for your own soul. And if you are still blind in that sense that you can't see the essence, it is again, again to your own soul. I am not the preserver over you. The messenger says it. 
So there will be people that people, in spite of the fact, they can see and they cannot see. And those are motivated by the emotions and the, the intellect is working for them. Anyway, I told you the beginning, the wisdom person, when the fact comes to them, they believe and practice understand because they become wise. And the cunning intelligent person, because he's overpowered by the emotions, may understand it but not believe and practice. That's the difference between an intellect and a wisdom wise person. So, so in Surah Al-Imran 3 and Ayah 31 and 32. Say, if you love Allah, then follow me. Allah will love you. He will forgive you your sins and Allah is forgiving merciful. Say, obey Allah and his messenger. Then if they turn back, Allah does not love the rejecters. In the first verse, if you love Allah, then follow me. You know, in the beginning of my lecture, I explained the love first. What the remember? So this love, if you love Allah, so what you have to do? Follow the messenger. Otherwise, you don't love Allah. Then you are making this love as an idol. For God, he will be an idol God. You have to follow the messenger, Allah will love you. You see, you cannot, you must understand, if you claim that you love God, then follow the messenger. Otherwise, this is just an idol God. You just love God. For what? Idol God means that you will, then again you will be stuck up in all those Yahoo, CK and all this. I explained to you in the earlier. So if you love Allah, then follow me, the messenger. Allah will love you and he will forgive you your sins. And Allah is forgiving merciful. So that means whatever I have done wrong, Allah will forgive. If, you know, forgive you your sin, Allah is forgiving merciful. So if I claim that I love Allah, I make as criteria love Allah, then I have to follow. I have to follow the messenger. And once I follow the messenger, Allah will forgive my sins. That is what I want. Peace in this world and garden on the, on the day of judgment. So he says, then say, further he says, say obey Allah and his messenger. Then if they turn back, Allah does not love the rejecters. So again he says, say obey Allah and his messenger. Then if they turn back, Allah does not love the rejecters. Now, the, what is the difference between following the messenger and obeying the messenger? Both things we have to do. We have to follow the messengers and we have to obey the messenger and Allah. Follow Allah, follow the messenger and obey the, Allah and obey the messenger. How would you understand obeying the messenger and the difference between following the messenger? What is obeying and what is following? Like for example, if I say something to you uh, that this is a good principle in life, you listen to it, you understand it, you obey on it. Yes, you are right, this is right. But you don't follow. Yes, you don't practice. You don't follow exactly. 
So that is basically when Allah says, there are people who obey Allah, but they don't follow. You understand what I'm saying? So Allah is used, you have to follow the messenger. As messenger did, you have to do it. No difference of sexes. So he says, Say, if you love Allah, then follow me. The word is ittiba. You have to do, obey. Obey is just you are agreeing or obeying the, the concept. This is right. But you are not following it. So if you love Allah, then you have to follow the messenger. That what messenger did, you do. That is following. But he also said you have to obey Allah and the messenger. Of course you have to obey Allah and the messenger. So the obey is just obeying. But following is you do the same. So now Surah Saad 38, 5, 6 and 7. Ajalal alihata has he made the gods into one god? Surely this is an amazing thing. And the chiefs separated from them and they walk away. Have patience over your gods. Surely this is a thing intended. We have never heard of this in the other religion. This is not except a made-up creation invention. Now, there are people in all times that whenever the Allah as alone established that he says made gods into one God, all gods are finished, only one God. Surely this is an amazing thing. The chiefs separated from them and they walk away, have patience over your gods, meaning where they have made their own gods, Lat, Manat, Yavuz, Yav, Nasa, they're, they're entangled between. They say, you stick to your own gods. Surely this is a thing invent, intended, being inten, intended, this is a planning. We have never heard of this in other religion. This is not except a made up or creation or invention. So people are saying, those who will not believe, there is one God, the true God, and you have to communicate with God, not an idol God, just keeping an idol God, Allah, not to communicate with him, they will say this. Stick to your own gods and this, what this, this thing is coming forward is an invented thing, some made up thing, invention or creation. So I end my lecture by the dua or the call of Ibrahim al-Islam. Surah Ibrahim 14 and Ayah 35 and 36. وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ جَعَلْ هَذَا بَلَدًا بَلَدًا آمِنًا وَجْنُبْنِي وَبَنِيَّ أَنْ عَبُدُ الْأَسْنَامِ رَبِّ إِنَّهُنَّ أَضْنَلْنَ كَثِيرًا مِنَ النَّاسِ فَمَنْ تَبِعْنِي فَإِنَّهُ مِنِّي وَمَنْ عَسَانِي فَإِنَّكَ غَفُورُ رَحِيمٌ And when Ibrahim said, O oh my Lord, make this city of peace and security and keep me and my sons strangers from, from serving the idols. Oh my Lord, surely they have led astray majority from the people. He who follows me is of me and he who, who disobeys me, surely you are forgiving merciful. Ibrahim al -Islam is asking Allah that make the city refer to Mecca. Make the city of peace and security and not my sons. Give me and my sons strangers 
of serving idols. Now, Ibrahim al-Islam had Ismail al-Islam and Ishaq al-Islam. So, in, in Arabic, a singular, dual, and plural. So, here is the word is used in plural. So, how can Ibrahim have so many sons? Because he's our father and sister. So, all who follow Ibrahim al-Islam's Milla, Millata Abikum Ibrahim. Millata means religion of your father and sister Ibrahim. So, whoever is following the footsteps of Ibrahim al-Islam, they are the sons of Ibrahim al-Islam. So, he said, they should be strangers, keep me as a stranger from the worship of this idol, Asnam, beloved, be, beloved son, the idol, beloved idols. Asnam means plural, Sanam means singular, beloved idols. So all we have discussed. And they, these, they, what they have done, Rabbi innahunna adlalna kathiram minanas. Oh my Lord, surely they have led astray majority of mankind. Majority of the people are misled by this fiction of these idols. And these idols are mostly stirred by the Satan. It is the duty, it is the shaitan is always using the stirring up the emotions and feelings of mankind all time. So <laughs> the majority of the people have been misled by these emotions and uh, uh, these, these things. So he says, he follows me, who, he who follows me is of me and who disobeys me, surely you are most forgiving and most merciful. So Ibrahim is asking Allah that who follows Ibrahim al-Islam is of Ibrahim al-Islam, millat or religion as believer and Muslim submitters for Allah and follow Ibrahim al-Islam. And Muhammad al-Islam and all the messengers followed the same way. Assalamualaikum, Sheikh Sir. Uh, Mrs. Aziz, is it correct? My question is: Is it correct to translate the Arabic word Allah into other languages like God in English and Huda in Urdu? Okay, uh, I was also using the word Allah and God, you know, in translations. You see, the problem is: uh, first of all, we have to understand what is a language because people are in the world are refraining to use this word uh, Allah do not translate this word so I first of all try to uh, try uh, give your attention to uh, one ayat surah you can note down surah room 30 and ayat 22 and from his ayah's signs is the creation of the skies and the earth and the difference of your languages and the colors. Surely in that are ayah's signs for those who know. Now, different languages of the world, there is a word, uh, a similar word for every, every, every language. Like, for example, Allah, we say in Arabic. The translation of, uh, not the translation, the, the other language, the English language, they say God the God. In Urdu Khuda and many other languages there will be different words because the languages are different. We can translate the meaning, we can translate the meaning of the word into different languages but we must not, the difference arises when we say the God, when I as a Muslim, if I am born in a, in, in, in a family where my mother tongue is English, 
so i will use the word the god god when i will use it in, in my mother tongue so but when i read the arabic it would be allah because i am born in 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 a, in a family where i speak english language but the concept of allah if i have the concept of allah as most gracious most merciful the attributes are there red i can say god is most gracious god is most merciful god is you know like this but if i say he sleeps you know he is weak he repent he cries he eat he walk the same god so you are not basically you are using profanity in his names you can use the word translate the word god but you must have the correct concept of the allah in as described in the quranic ayats so if you have got the correct concept because all the time i was translating for you the attributes in english they are all allah's names but we translate all names i translate most gracious most merciful you know i translate aziz the mighty the wise so you can translate the meaning of the words into another language but the concept should remain the same but if the concept you have got uh, if i say arab like like christian arabs like jews arabs they speak arabic language and they see uh, in arabic they say allah for allah and they say he sleeps and he says allah uh, repents and cries allah in the because it is mentioned in the bible so in the arabic bible he will say allah cries allah repent allah roars he is using the word allah allah in arabic but he is saying the wrong wrong concept so difference are in the concept even in in, in khuda in urdu if you can say khuda it is not wrong but the concept should be correct so arabs can say allah the christian arab say allah the jew arab say allah because he speak arabic language but the concept in the bible they call allah is the one who cries allah cries allah is the father allah is the son in the bible in the arabic bible so it doesn't make a difference if you translate the if the concept should be correct so when i say god in english i have got the concept the described in allah's ayahs the one who reads the bible he says arabic person say allah he say ibn is a son of jesus is a son of allah so he will use the word allah so it is not the word that matters but you must know the concept is the matter mostly thank you assalam alaikum wa alaikum mrs habib uh, my question is what is the status of a bond or a contract which we sign to serve any organization or an institution where our uh, integrity honor honesty and even our life is involved so kindly clarify it according to the book of yeah you see uh, when we go to any institution or any organizations they have got certain uh, principles laid down uh, if you're working as a manager or if you're working in that organization so they have got certain principles so before going into uh, that contract so you must always whatever job you want to do you must always consider that is it not contradicting to my governing ias what god has asked me you can have a uh, you can join any organization but keeping in view that it should not because you have to listen to the orders of the bosses if you are if you're not a boss you're joining an organization they've got certain rules you have to do this and you have to do that so if, if they are not in contradicting to the ias you join them where you're threatened if your life is threatened you don't join them so they've got certain policies of if you so those policies should be followed because let's say oh you there i i already uh, in my lecture i said surah nisa 4 and i have 15 ya ayyuhallazina amanu atiullaha wa atiur rasul first you have to follow allah first 
Then you have to follow the messenger. You know how to follow Allah? I already told you when Allah speaks directly to the, in the ass. Second is the messenger. I, I, when messenger is speaking about Allah, or you know, that is also messenger. So I follow Allah and the messenger in the Quran. Then he said, well, ulil amri minkum. That, that one, who, you have to obey the one who will give you order in an in organization or in wherever you are, in any organization. So you have to follow him. So if you have a dispute in the thing, so return to Allah and messenger. So now this authority is, did not, uh, before going into a contract, you, you look at the contract and you see, will it contradict to my beliefs in the ayahs as mentioned. If you see no, it will not contradict, you join them. And after joining them, then they ask you to do something which is contradictory to the ayahs. You, Allah said return to the Allah's message means you leave the organization. There are other jobs also. So um, remember, always whenever you enter into a contract, you have to know what Allah says in the ayahs. And what the messenger is describing about Allah and the, and, the, and the command, commandments and the order governing ayahs. So you join any organization, keeping in view that tomorrow it may not contradict what my practices are. If they allow that, you have a discussion and debut and after, before signing the contract between them, you can go, you have to consider this. But if you do not consider at all and you just join and then they pressurize you, even your life is threatened. So Allah has already mentioned this here. First is you have to uh, obey Allah. So obey Allah means you know what Allah says in the ayahs. Then obey the messenger. You know what the messenger is saying in the ayahs. The third is ulil amri minkum. Who is, uh, who is, uh, you have to obey the order, uh, the one who gives order to you in that organization. You obey him also. As far as you know that it's not because you follow the policies of that government or that, that organization. If there is a dispute between, of anything, So you return back to Allah's message. So if that after signing the contract and they ask you something which is against Allah's messenger, which they never had that in their contract. So Allah says, you in other words, leave that contract because He says you return back to Allah's messenger. So if you believe in Allah, Return to Allah and Messenger if you believe in Allah. And the last says, this is the better and the most beautiful interpretation. So remember, whenever you go into any contract or organization or anything, you must know what Allah says and what messengers in the ayahs. So if I have a bondage, I should not get involved. So if, if there's a life threat or something which goes against you, you should not do it in the first place. So you should know before that. Thank you. Yes. First, I would like to thank you on helping us on how to distinguish between gods and Allah, the real God. Thank you. Um, my question is, um, uh, since we analyzed through the lecture today that we went through a lot of qualities of Allah and his, his properties um, in the Bible as well as in the Quran as well. Attributes. Attributes. Names, names of Allah. Uh, my question is, I come to you with a phrase from the book, uh, it's not the entire ayah, but it's just a small phrase. It says, Inna allaha ala kulli shayin kadir. And surely Allah has strength of, uh, to do everything. Uh, if Allah can do everything and has the capability to do everything, how can we restrict or limit him by saying that he cannot beget a son or by saying, uh, bringing the qualities mentioned as in the Bible that he can do this or either do that? How can we limit Allah that He cannot do that? Okay, thank you. You see, uh, you refer to one portion of an ayah. 
in Allah kulli shayin qadeer. I will read. There are many, many places this word is, you can find this ayah. So I give you one reference, Surah Baqarah 2 and Ayah 48, where this, uh, this portion of ayah is mentioned. وَلِكُلِّ وِجَتُمْ هُوَ مُوَلِّهَا فَاسْتَبِقُ الْخَيْرَاتِ أَيْنَ مَا تَكُونُوا يَاتِ بِكُمُ اللَّهُ جَمِيعًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْنْ قَدِيرٌ And for all is a face or aim or goal, he turns to him it. So seek ahead betterment wheresoever you are. Allah will bring you together. Surely Allah is, has power over, over everything. Now, we have to analyze this portion. Surely Allah has power over everything. And your question is that he has got the power of everything. So that means Allah can do everything. You understand this? Surely Allah can do everything. Normally, people have this, because of this portion, surely Allah has got the power over everything. Doesn't mean that Allah can do everything. You, you understand? Has got the power of every, over everything. It doesn't. Did people deduce that he can do everything. Just listen to this. So what he does is that he has created mankind for sleep or eating and everything is mankind. He has got the power to do so. He has done it for mankind, animals and plants and everything. Now, what he is, he has got above 100 attributes. He is described by his attributes and in his attributes he is not a created being. So he cannot create an uncreator we have to limit. He will not sleep. He will not eat. We are not limiting him. He is not like that. Because he has described in his ayahs that he is not like that. He doesn't sleep. So he has got the power. How? He shows that we are sleeping. He has made us like us. That He did it on us. That we sleep, we eat, we drink, we go to bed, we tired. So he has got the power over all things that he has done it. You understand what I say? He can do things for Others or the create the galaxy or the stars or the moon and everything has made it, but he will not become one of them. So you understand the difference? I will I will also give you an example. Somebody came one day and asked me a question similar to similar. He said, This is a can your God Almighty listen to you, can your God make a stone? And after making that stone, he cannot lift it. He cannot lift that stone. He's asking me a question. Can your God, Allah, make a stone that he cannot lift it? So if you say, yes, he can make a stone, of course, create the universe, he can make a stone, then he cannot lift it. You understand? So it's a very tricky question. So I said, yes, he can do. He said, how? So I said, look, Allah, he can do everything. I said, there is not a single ayah in the Quran, Allah can do everything. Allah is limited by his attributes. So I am telling him, look, Allah has got the power over all things. Listen to me very carefully. So I said, look, Allah has the power over all things. So Allah has got the power to make a stone that he cannot lift it. He's got the power. To not to lift. You understand this? That is power. So I said, yes, that's the answer. Allah, can, Allah has power over, he cannot do everything. Of course, he has got the power to make a stone that he doesn't lift it. He's got power not to lift. So he can do, he has, he's got the power over all things. So he has got the power not, uh, he has got the power that he brought Jesus in the world. 
without any uh, husband. He's got for the power, but he will not become himself. He made the galaxy in the universe and everything, but he will not become himself. So he's got the power to show you that I've done all this. You said that is why we have to limit, we have to limit Allah by his attributes. And all his attributes, he's got the power to do that. He can create. He's everlasting. So he has got the power to become limited. He has got, but he will not do it. He's got the power to do, but he won't do it because that's human. So that is the ayat portion. People use use this argument. Inna Allah kulli Not as you also maybe heard that surely Allah can do. Has got the power over things and he can do everything. No, the result is not that he can do everything. He's got the power to do so, whether he does or not. So he's got, if, he, if he doesn't want to lift it, he will has got the power to do it, not to lift. That is the answer. Okay. Assalamu alaikum, uh, brother Sheikh. Thank you very much for this talk. Um, my name is Fawad. I am talking from Chicago. My question is that can we love and give respect to the messenger as many people are loving and giving respect to the messenger in their own way? I mean, there's so many people, everybody is following the messenger and everybody is giving respect to the messenger and they are loving the messenger. So my question is, you read an ayat that if you love Allah, follow me. So the question is coming from that, can we love the messenger also? Yes, we can love the messenger. Ali Imran 3 and Ayah 31. Kul in kuntum tuhibbun Allah, fattabiyuhni yuhbikum Allah, wa yaghfil lakum dunubakum, wallahu ghafur rahim. Say if you love Allah, then you follow me, the messenger. Allah will love you and forgive your sins. Now, now this is only for, if you love Allah, you have to follow the messenger. Now your question is, can we love the messenger? Now that, that is also mentioned in the Quran, in, in Surah Tawbah 9, in Surah Tawbah 9, and that is Ayah 24. in kana abakum wa abnakum wa ikhwanukum wa azwajukum wa ashiratukum wa amwalu if your fathers and sisters and your sons and your brothers and your pairs or wives and your associates or relatives and the wealth to which you are committed and the business in which you fear a slum and the residences in which you were pleased you have more love towards them than Allah and his messenger and jihad to strive in his way then you wait until Allah comes with his order and Allah does not guide the people who dissolute immoral. In this ayah, Allah has described the many aspects where we are in love. I was in my lecture telling you, it should not go that love of all these things and the wealth and the brothers and the sisters and, and the associates and the businesses, everything with whom you love, you can love them. We are not denying that you cannot love. But they cannot go beyond or surpasses the love of Allah, ahabba, that you have more love towards them than 
Allah and his messenger. So when, when, when people say that they love messenger and they don't follow the messenger and they don't strive in the way of Allah, so they are not basically following the messenger. That is in this ayah Allah says, Ahabba ilaykum min Allahi wa rasuli. You have more love for them, for these things that I have described and, and struggle in his way. You, it, it is not an easy cake. You have to really struggle and strive also to, to attain this kind of behavior. So Allah has said that of course you have to love Allah, you have to love a messenger, but your behavior should, you should follow the messenger. Not just love. You, you don't have to make Muhammad Wasallam as an idol. Look, idol, I explained to you, idol you will not follow. You will not follow, you just give him an, as an idol. He's just an idol. And here in the Allah says, you have to follow the messenger. Then you love Allah and you love Allah and jihad and struggle in his way. When you struggle, strive in his way means that when you know the governing ayahs, you know the essence of the message of Allah's ayahs, then you follow those ayahs that is struggling and striving in his way. That means you are limiting your love to the other relations that are mentioned in comparison to Allah and his messenger. For example, your father, Ibrahim's father, Ibrahim's father was Azar, was a mushrik. He has love for his, for his father. So he delivered the message. Ibrahim's father said, I will stone you. So he says, okay. Then he separated, but he said, Rabbana filli wali wali will sab. Oh my Lord, forgive me and my, my parents. So what I'm saying is the love is there. But he separated. So that love should not be his father. He said, Nuh is his son. Nuh is the messenger of God. His son is not the messenger. So you got, you got a love for your son. But the son does not come to the message. He delivers the message, Nuh Islam. And finally he was drowned in front of him, Nuh Islam. So Allah said, so th- th- this is the attachment. So you, you do not go beyond. Nuh Islam did not left Allah's message. Allah, my son is drowning. I, and I am this. No, you have to keep the distance. But you must love them. We are not denying. But it should not surpass the law of God. That is the key point. Similarly, Nuh Islam and Luthala's wives, they were not on the righteous path. The, the husband loved their wives. So their love did not exceed it. So if they were not on the right path, they, they, Allah separated them. Similarly, Firon his wife. So in this, there is a mention of a Karun. People admired him because of the wealth Allah gave him. But then he, it was lost. So you see, the problem is there are ayahs in the Quran which describes how to control your emotions and emotions for the love of Allah and for the love of the messenger is to follow the messenger and strive in his cause. That is true love. Otherwise, you are making Muhammad as an idol or Allah as an idol. You must know the difference. I hope you understand the answer. Thank you very much. Okay. I would like to 